Drink it in, drink it in now. Detroit Kool-Aid, Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers. What's going on, everybody? It is Wednesday. You know what show this is. This is the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Drink it in now. Oh, it tastes so good, so delicious. I mean, the preseason just ended. We are ready. I think somebody recently asked me, hey, what do you think? I was just like... I'm not too worried about this game that just happened between Indianapolis, but after that, I mean, it's go time. (laughs) And that's absolutely what it is. So I am excited to have Jared Goff's number one fan, (laughs) my buddy, Brian Nicewanger. (laughs) Chops is back on the show. He's ready to go talk some Lions, have some fun here on the show. Chops, how are you doing this week? Uh, Oakry, it's a good day in Detroit land. Preseason is done. The regular season is around the corner. Jared Goff is ready to light the fantasy world on fire and to lead our Detroit Lions to some victories. So let's do it. Chops, I'm going to give myself some homework. I got to come up with, if not now, like in the first few weeks of the season, a Goff drop for you. Like a a Jared Goff, just big time sound drop so I can put it when you when you join the show here. I mean, uh, is the man love on like a, are you at like an 8, a 9, maybe a 10? Where are you at, 12 this week? I mean. Oh, this, I, I have steadily remained on a solid 11, Oak Creek, since the second we traded for him, uh, it has not died down. I don't, you know, I've, I've seen, I've heard some naysayers while well, during the preseason, during camp, during this, man, I, my man love is strong. And in fact, I may allegedly have a number 16 jersey on its way to my house uh, coming for the season. So, <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Every, everybody, I mean, you know what to do with that. Drink it in. Uh... <laughs> Side of cornbread. Cornbread. Make it a double. Cornbread. <laughs> All yes, right, Chops. We got to get right into this because we got a fun show, man. We're going to talk about um, quite a bit on the show. I want to know what you kind of taken away from this preseason. It's 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 been a handful of weeks since we had you on last. Um, you know, how quickly can this team get up to speed? You know, I want to know what you're thinking there based on them sitting a lot of guys, Brad Holmes, Dan freaking Campbell. And then we got a little surprise for the people on the back half of the show. It might even be a little bit of a surprise to you. I don't think I clued you in, but uh, we'll get to oh. that. Everybody, you got to stay tuned. So, Choppy, are you ready to do this? It sounds like you're ready. I'm ready. I'm. I'm now. You have me on the edge of my seat, waiting for what this surprise, uh, <laughs> surprise take segment's going to be. So let's oh, get at man. it. 
that's what I do here on the show. So, all right. So, right off the top, man, like, you know, preseason's over. Three games this year instead of four. You know, Lions took the approach as most teams did in the NFL. Sat most of their players. I know Tom Brady, Pat Mahomes are out there slinging at all the different games. But Dan freaking Campbell said, no, you know, I'm just going to see a little taste. I'm going to let my big boys sit. What was your opinion of that? Did you like it? Did you not? What What are you thinking? So the preseason is still an anomaly to me. Um, you know, I went to the extra game in the regular season. We go 17 games. So we cut a preseason game. You know, before I felt like, every, you know, everybody kind of had about the same formula with the four games. Um, but now it's, it's new, you know, it's new this year, right? So it's three games. And yeah, man, I mean, across the league, you saw different teams just taking different approaches, right? You had some coaches come right out and say, we will not be playing any of our starters. You saw other people come out, you know, like you names you mentioned, and they're like, hey, we're going to let these guys come out and sling. we got to knock off the rust. You know, a lot of it depends on the player. Sometimes the player feels like he needs to get in there. Um, as far as what the Lions did, I mean, look, I don't need to see Jared Goff trying to, you know, quote, unquote, build rapport with his, his wide receiving staff. Like, the guy's been in camp for weeks. He's throwing to the guys. He knows who's going to be on the – I mean – he knows in his head who he's going to be slinging the ball to, and it's going to be T.J. Hawkinson, and it's going to be Jay Swizzle and Jay Swaggy. He knows. So, you know, to, to give these guys a bunch of meaningful reps in the preseason really, to me, would be meaningless. You know, for me, these three games were about seeing the guys that are in the battles for the, the depth spots. You know, I want to see a little competition for my three, four, five running back spots. I want to see what my uh, – you know, what some of my guys on the back end of my wide receiver depth can do. I'd love to see, I mean, like uh, a safety beyond the two that we have. Do we, any, anyone, do we have one of those? Do we still have two, three? Um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, that's how I'm feeling about the preseason. It's, uh, it's give or take, you know, we're, we are, we're coming in with very low expectations for the season. I feel like a lot of people are as far as wins go. But we want to see progress, right? We want to see what this team's all about. We want to see what Dan freaking Campbell's all about. And, uh, you know, I, I think you got a little bit of a taste of it, but uh, you're going to really see it here in week one. Chops, good stuff, man. I, I, I let you down on a soundbite, so I'll just go ahead and give it to you on the back end here. Uh, do you want to know a little bit more about the Lions' safeties, Chops? Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. Do we have any? You got a soundbite of that for me? Oh, wait. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's, that's exactly what I thought. Yeah, okay. that's kind of what I got for you on the safeties. And, and, and you, you mentioned another guy, Chops, and I think his name is Dan freaking Campbell. So I don't want to let you or the people down on that one either. We're going to bite a kneecap off. We're going to smile at you. We're going to take your other kneecap. Yes. We're going to smile at you. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. We're going to be the last one standing. All right. That's going to be the most. Oh, healthy. he's the best. That's what I'm talking about, Dan Campbell. And I got a third sound bit for you here early in the show, Choppy, because you're right. I don't need to see my premier players out there with another squad who's probably trying to run their their open blitz package or trying to take out our kneecaps. I mean, who would do such a thing? Because you know where they're putting in the work, Chops? You want to know where these guys are working day in, day out, in and out, throwing routes, running reps all day, every day? You want to know where that is? I can tell you exactly where it is. Where's that? At Allen Park. It's at Allen Park, man. It's not. It's not. It's not in the field. It's. It's. it's they've been. They've been together now for what six, eight weeks. 
it's there. It's on the practice field. It's it's that's where it's going to be. That's where you're seeing what you're getting. You know, like you know, do I need to see Jared Goff rip up at some team's third string defense? No, no, that doesn't tell me anything. So, so what you're saying is we're talking about practice. That I wait, wait. Yeah, that's right, AI. I'm talking about practice. We're talking about practice, <laughs> not a game, not a game. We're talking about <laughs> practice, practice, man. I mean, how silly is that? I mean, chops. Uh. We're, we're talking about preseason, man. Not a game, not a game, not a game, not a game, not a game. Not the game that these guys go out there and die for. We're talking about preseason, man. I mean, how silly is that? Yeah, yeah. And hey, look, how how would we? Where would we be at today, right now, if we just got the news that uh, you know DeAndre Swift just tore his ACL and strained his MCL, and he's out for the season, uh, you know, on preseason game three? How are we feeling about that? Huh? <laughs> That's how I feel. Not so That's good. That's how I'm feeling about my boy Jake Dobbins. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Like that's the thing. The Lions got out of preseason like injury free. Now everyone wants to talk about oh well Brocker's been out, Swizzle's been out a little bit. Like, you don't want to know why these guys have been out? Because they're getting them hundred percent so that we can unleash them against the 49ers. I've been saying this for weeks and people think, oh come on, Okri, like these guys aren't gonna be ready. They're not gonna have their wind. I mean, I think it's a smart move to be honest. If you are seeing what you need to see in practice, and then you don't need to be out there killing yourselves against other teams. It You need to give them your best effort against the San Francisco 49ers. All of our guys, healthy as could be, ready to roll, feeling good about themselves. Like That's what I want, and that's what I think we got out of this preseason. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I mean, I, absolutely. We, you know, we... We got out, and again, I don't, you know, do you really believe that, that DeAndre Swift isn't going to be ready for game one? I, I mean, he's, he's going to be no, more than ready. That? He's going to be ready. I mean, as ready as yeah. he can be. And like, what have the Lions always done? By this time, we've always had like our second round running back blow out his Achilles or some other rookie blow out an ACL already. We got none of that going on right now with these Detroit Lions. So let me ask you this as a follow up. You know, we got the haters, the non-Kool-Aid drinkers who are saying, oh, they're going to start slow, they're going to be out of sync, they are rusty, all those things you hear. And then you got the people that listen to this show that are like, they're going to be healthy, San Francisco doesn't know what's coming, we're, we're going to have Jared Goff as a complete shocker to the league when he comes out dropping dimes, Swift will be ready, TJ Hawkinson is going to be a nightmare this year to deal with. I mean, you you know who those people are. Drink it in, man. They're drinking the Kool-Aid. They're excited. They're diehards. They're ready for this team. Where where do you fall on that spectrum? Okri, San Francisco has absolutely no idea what we're going to be throwing at them come game one. Because we have a new coach. We have a new staff. We've got a new offensive system. we got a new defense. Like, how do you game plan for this team right now? You can't. You cannot game plan. You know, I can I can tell you that we can game plan for Garoppolo. We can game plan for Debo Samuel. We can game plan for George Kittle. But guess what? Are they going to be able to? Are they going to be able to game plan for the things that we have going on? Absolutely not. So I love where we're at. I'm super excited. I see us coming in hot, and and I think it, when game one hits, man, it is go time, right? We we've piddled around now. We've we've not played guys we've you know 
put people on the injury list who, you know, had a little nick here and there. Everyone's going to be healthy and ready to go, and I'm ready to shock some teams because they're not going to know what's coming. And that's what I think it is, is like the fan base. We're so itching. Everything's new. We're excited. We fumbled just like most teams through the preseason where you you sit everybody out. Nobody shows anything. You don't see anything ultra exciting on the field. So that could dumb some people's fandom down and and think that's what they're going to get against San Francisco 49ers. But I'm so with you. I think it's just going to be – you know, they're going to pull out all the stops. You're going to have all of our guys. Like, I could just name off probably like 15 guys, Chops, that are top 15 football players on the Detroit Lions that either weren't out there at all in preseason or showed nothing. You know what I mean? No fancy plays, no extra juice. And, and that was all by design, I think. So I think fan base is just ready to see what it looks and feels like with, you know, Hawkinson, Swift, Goff. You know, Brockers, uh, Flowers, uh, Derek Barnes unleashed. You know what I mean? No, Mr. Okuda ready to roll. Eh? You know what I mean? Like, none of those guys really got meaningful reps. They were all sort of held back. And I think it was for a reason. I can't wait to see the team ready to roll for four quarters. Yep, I couldn't agree more. I think uh, I think we're ready to go. I think people are going to be – we're going to be healthy. We're going to be healthier than what everyone's letting on right now. Uh, you know, we're going to have a big, no one knows what to expect out of our receiving core, right? Like, I mean, no one seen, you have not seen anything from Tyrell Williams in two years, right? right? I think you saw a little bit of splash in Cephas, but we don't know what we got there. I think I'm super excited about St. Brown. I think we got some stuff going there. And, you know, of course, I'm of course, always looking forward to seeing that O-line uh, with our boy uh, Penny Sewell. Uh, tearing it up and just <laughs> digging in the trenches, man. So let's get at it. Exactly. We'll do a deep dive here on this show probably next Wednesday when you're hearing this. And we're recording a, a little bit early here for this Wednesday show. And, I mean, word just came out that they let go of Perriman. You know, other cuts were made. No, no big names, really, in my opinion. The Perriman, they did give him a little bit of money. But uh, l- let me transition into it with this. Like, Where's your confidence level? Wait, hold on. Before I get to that, I, I do want to ask you this because I do want your opinion. I won't have you on before the game. Based on everything we said, we're hyped about the team and all that. What's the Trey Lance, you know, fear factor in regards to we saw San Francisco do all the, you know, one quarterback in, one quarterback out. So they have a little bit of that too, where you just don't really know who you're going to get and how. Does that put any worries at you, or are you just kind of like whatever? You know, whoever's out there, we'll we'll deal with them. No, I think that I mean I don't look. The guy hasn't proven himself to be. You know, he's he he's a. I don't know. I don't want to say he's a gimmick right now, but is he a gimmick right now? <laughs> you know, like they put him out there and I'm not saying, you know, and I listen, I have was on record for saying that I like this kid. Um, if he, if we took him, he was actually my QB of choice um, before, if we were looking to, you know, back up golf uh, and put somebody in there that could develop for a year or two. Like I, I'm a big Trey Lance guy. But I mean, I think that this team is still Jimmy Garoppolo's team and they're going to put Lance in there for some package stuff. And, but uh, again, you know, are, are we to the point where we have a, have a linebacker that just, you know, th- th- or what are they, what, is, what do they like to call it at Michigan where they just put the safety in the middle and he just, he just stares at the Ohio state uh, quarterback while he shreds us for, you know, 50 yards of play. 
Viper. Um, you know, we don't need we don't need that X guy yet. <laughs> the Viper. Viper, right? <laughs> yeah. That hasn't worked out so well. But I, I gotta say, I mean I, I think I think Trey Lance is pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good. Pretty, pretty. <laughs> I think he's pretty, 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 pretty good. Why? Pretty good. So I'm a little worried about that factor. Um, you know, the fact that you aren't, you were high on Trey Lance as well. It's kind of surprises me. I think that's the one thing that I'm a little bit going to talk more about next week is like, yeah, Lions have a lot of wild cards, but if there's any other team in the NFL that also has some tricks in their back pocket or some unknowns, it would be the San Francisco 49ers would be at the top of that list. So something to consider. But what I was transitioning to is your confidence level in Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell, because we've had, uh, a couple roster moves, nothing overly surprising, but you know, by the time people are hearing this or late in the week, I would assume that the Lions have got you know a handful of new players, you know, that they've taken off of other teams, um, people that they've cut, maybe a trade, you know, who knows what might happen. So, are you feeling confident that this roster is actually going to be bolstered by the time we go to San Francisco, or do you feel it's going to be pretty much what we see right now? No, no, I think this roster is going to have a lot of a lot of changes to it. Um, I think that, I mean, so, you know, as, as we're recording here, word comes out, we've made some cuts, you know, people were kind of freaking out about cutting, uh, you know, Terrell Crosby. And what was the other one that people were like, what? I can't believe we let Mike Ford go. Do you think Mike Ford is going to be on anyone else's team after we cut him? I mean, you, you really? want to hear, like, you want to hear my reaction? You getting up in arms about? <laughs> <laughs> you want to hear my I, reaction? I zero issues with any, any of the cuts. This is this is my reaction and many other Lions fans' reaction to people freaking out about cutting a guy named Mike Ford. <laughs> really, we're, we're sitting here tweeting out and like pouring out a little liquor for uh, Mike Ford's gone. Come on, man! This guy was a windsock, a horrible defender. Okay, tried hard. Great, congratulations. Oh, he made a hit one time in preseason a week or so ago. Great, like no big deal. Brashad Perriman, yeah, I don't like that we paid him two million dollars to do absolutely nothing but them's the breaks in the nfl so nothing nothing earth shattering but i just i'll kind of go back on your point like i think there's going to be you know quality football players added to be honest just to give the kool-aid drinkers a little extra dose of that detroit kool-aid i mean drink it in drink it in like i think this is draft number two coming up like you thought brad holmes killed it in the nfl draft well now he gets to pick nfl football veterans that get cut loose uh hand picked by him and his staff so i wouldn't be surprised if we had a starter or two to be honest yeah i agree and you're right so let's talk about perriman for a quick second i think that that decision tells you a lot about what this regime is about, right? Do you think the past regime would have paid somebody $2 million in the offseason as a free agent and then cut them after camp? Nope. nope Absolutely nope. not. But this, but this regime is. This regime is telling us, hey, look, this guy didn't make it, right? We're going to bite a kneecap off, and this guy doesn't have any freaking teeth. So he's gone, right? I don't care if we pay him $2 million. Yeah, does does money matter does the cat matter yeah it matters but guess what if you don't cut it you're cut and i like that mentality i mean that guy you know pyramid had opportunity i mean i feel like he basically just robbed us he took us two million dollars in his sack and ran and uh he didn't show anything he didn't he had no i mean there was no effort out of him i don't know if he had other stuff he was dealing with but you know i think that them cutting them and saying hey it's two million dollars but guess what if you don't belong on this football team as a player you're not going to be on this football team i respect it 
Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, it just happens. Like, you're going to miss on people. People are tweeting out, oh, this is the first miss of Brad Holmes. Well, I'm here to tell you, people, there's going to be others. But as long as he hits in the draft and hits with a couple big free agents over the next few years and, oh, with those number one picks he's got in his back pocket, I think we're going to be just fine. So I, I'm I'm still very high on what I've seen so far from Brad Holmes, Dan Campbell, Dan freaking Campbell. I love the podium. I love the juice. I love the honesty. I love the moxie. I just need to see it on Sundays when they count of him out thinking and out strategizing and getting us W. So that's TBD still, but everything else I absolutely love. So feeling good, man. I'm feeling good heading into the season here. Let's do this. Yeah, let's let's get ready. I, I mean, I've, I've had enough of preseason. I've had enough of training camp. Uh, I, you know, we had a great draft. We had a great offseason. It's time for all this stuff to come to fruition. It's time for my boy Jared Goff to ball out, and it's time to uh, to get some dubs. And and as excited as we are, and as much Detroit Kool as we're serving up, we also uh, are are true too that if if it's going to take a little patience. I mean, we we want to come out and win ball games. We want to come out and hit on all cylinders, but we also know that you got to build it right. So they they may take a half step back to take two steps forward. I'm cool with that. So everybody get excited about the season. Like, you know, we know that wasn't football the past 3 weeks, but it was something. And now we got real ball coming. We got real college ball coming. And and you can find me on Twitter and talk all about it. Lions, Michigan Wolverines, and everybody knows that I just dominate fantasy football all day, every day. Choppy knows that. Um, you can find me at Derek Okri. That's spelled D-E-R-E-K-O-K-R-I-E. If they want like horrible fantasy takes or kind of like Jared Goff, uh, I love you memos, where can they find you, Choppy, on Twitter? Oh, well, listen, Oak, you don't even have to plug yourself because everybody has already seen your uh, 7,000 fantasy roster posts on the old Twitter handle. And, I, you know, like, you know, I get the I get the tweet. I get the text. I get the, hey, check out this. Check this out. Check. I'm like, bro, how many teams are you on? I can't I even a lot keep of teams. track of them, man. I, I got I mean, a lot of teams this year. It's like, I, I think you, you probably have drafted every single relevant player in fantasy <laughs> this season across the amount of teams that you're on. But Hey, if you want to get like, you know, someone who's a true fan who has you know, limited fantasy dedication uh, to single teams and not just like a, Hey, I'm going to throw 50 darts out there and maybe one will stick in the half a bullseye. You can hit me up at chops in the D on Twitter. Oh my goodness! So fun to have you on the show, man. Going back and forth like we do uh, our whole time, being buddies. So good, good stuff there. And like you say, you are my hockey insider. That's where I go when the Red Wings make a move. I'm checking out Chops in the D. See what he's got to say about it. Um, you know, fantasy info. It's a little, it's a little iffy. You know, uh, you know, and we're not talking Belafonwu. But uh, yeah, man, it should be uh, just gonna be great to have football back across the board and love interacting with the fans. So everybody, let's take a quick break. Get our great sponsors in here. I got a little something, something for Chops after the break uh we'll spring it on them have a little bit of fun so everybody we'll be right back get ready for the greatest roast of all time the roast of tom brady a netflix live event happening may 5th hosted by kevin hart the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All 
All right, everybody. This goes out to my fantasy football fans out there. Now, you probably heard about Reality Sports Online, the most powerful fantasy sports platform where owners can build and manage their fantasy team like a real NFL general manager. But the question is, have you tried it? I mean, we're talking free agency, multi-year contracts, rookie drafts, multi-team trades. You could put franchise tags on guys. Uh, it's as close as you're going to get to being an NFL GM. But do you think it sounds complicated? It's not. I'm here to tell you it's the best thing about Reality Sports Online is it's just more fun than your normal fantasy league. But it doesn't take barely any more time. After all this, are you still not sure? I mean, come on now. You can test your general manager skills by going over to Reality Sports Online, call it RSO. Please go check out realitysportsonline.com right now. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All right, everybody. We're back from the commercial. Thank you so much for listening to those sponsors. Thank you for hitting the subscribe button. And I say it all the time, and I truly mean it. It means the world to me that you guys listen to the show. You laugh. You hear about the Lions. You hit me up online. You joke around with me. It's just a tremendous amount of fun, as well as um, it's just great to get on here with a buddy like 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 Chops here and talk football. So. Um, Chops, uh, we we normally don't mess around on the show, but I got to get the thank yous in and got to promote as we do sometimes. But I mean, me and you like to battle, as we noted in the earlier segment in fantasy football. Am I right? Uh, Just a little. We both are very competitive and uh, neither one of us uh, take a loss very well. I seem to remember some some crying after a uh, recent uh, trip that we took where some bets were won and some bets were lost. And uh, yeah, so we're competitive guys. So what do, now I'm, do you, I'm I'm amped up. What do you got lined do, up for everybody? Do you want to disclose to the people who was doing the crying? Because I think that was the trip where we went to the ATL and then I beat your Atlanta Falcons in fantasy, the Lions beat the Falcons in real life, and then I took your team in the playoffs in that same league. I think you're referencing. I might be wrong. And I beat you in the Okree Chops Olympics as well. I mean, do we want to get that on the record or no? Uh allegedly some of that may have happened, some of it may not have happened, you know. Uh, I heard some crying about a foosball table that wasn't right, and then the, you know an amazing, you know, gift from God come back in a darts game here and there, and uh, are, you know we also found saying... the uh, good old University of Michigan bar there in the ATL, <laughs> which we had a nice little uh, had a good little competition at too. So yeah, and, there was yeah allegedly, and the name of the Michigan bar was you got it pepperonis. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, again, uh, having fun here on the show. The long and the short of it is I beat chops and like disc golf, darts, pool, foos, fantasy, everything. But all that's beside us, chops. I mean, I don't want to bring, I don't, maybe I'll cut that from the show. No, I won't. Um, What we like most, (laughs) me and you, when we're competing, is simply this. 
Oh, baby. And that's a draft. There's nothing yeah. better than a good old draft, Choppy. So let, let, let me pull the music down a little bit. Everybody knows this is the draft music here on the show and in general. Chops, what I want to challenge you to, my friend, is a 10-person Detroit Lions draft. Five offense, five defense, going back and forth, selecting football players. Do, do you accept this challenge? Do you think you can take down the almighty here on the other end, the uh, host of the show, at Derek Oakry on Twitter, in this draft? Oh, bring it on, Oak. Yes, let's do this. And, and as I do, because I'm usually on the uh, the right side of the column, you know, the one that starts with W, I will give you the number one pick in this Detroit Lions draft. Five players apiece on both sides of football. Oh, my gosh. Quick point of clarification. Are we going uh, Are we going offense first and defense? Are we doing all intermixed? What are we, how, are we, how are we rolling? As I do when I make my selections and drafts, BPA, Chops, best player available. You could take either side of the ball. We will rotate selections. You are on the clock. I'm on the clock. Okay. With the first pick in the August 30th-ish 2021 <laughs> Fantasy Oakry Choppy Draft. Choppy selects T.J. Hawkinson. <laughs> oh, my goodness. T.J. Hawkinson. Oh, baby. <laughs> okay, I see you working, but <laughs> you did me a favor, my friend, and that you left me with a perfect player at the number two selection. And with the second pick... The Oakry Detroit Lions select DeAndre Swizzle. <laughs> DeAndre Swift from the University of Georgia. Oh, D Swizzle. Nice pick. Nice pick. All right. Oh, back on the clock. Well, I think Oakry, look, I mean, you, you, you put this one up on a tee for me and you basically just said, hey, hit this one out of the park because you know where Choppy's got to go. The pick is in. <laughs> okay, hold on. I got the sounder for you. I got my boy, Mr. Jared Goff. <laughs> oh, I left I left him for you. I mean, I knew he wasn't going to get past the second did. round. I know you did. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, I am up here in the second round, and... Uh, uh, again, I, I think we had, we made a little mishap. It probably should have been Oakry with two picks, but uh, it's, it's no worry. We will alternate here because I didn't want Jared Goff anyway. I knew you love him. Uh, with, <laughs> with, the, with my second round selection, I'm going to go ahead and take a beast of a football player, a dominant force. I'm going to go ahead and take Trey Flowers. <laughs> He makes $18 million. He's been a little hit or miss, but this is going to be a big year for Trey. He's ready to go. He is ready to go. I'm, I'm actually excited. I'm high on I'm on, I'm high on that pick, so that's, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. Uh, I like that. I like that. But, you know, I, I got a different strategy now. I'm, I'm rounding out my team here. You know how I feel about the offense. I love to see the ball swing around. Man. Uh, with, all right. With my next pick. Ooh. Man, so many good choices. I'm going to have to go with Mr. Tyrell Williams. T-Will. Going with what should be the top pass catcher 
for the Detroit Lions. Uh, they're, uh, again, heavy on the offense. I mean, you might want to have a balanced team. So with, with my third-round selection, I'm definitely more than happy to take he goes by Mr. here on the podcast, and that's Mr. Okuda. <laughs> Jeff Okuda, he's still got his haters, but he's a hell of a ball player, premier talent. Give him to me with my third selection. Oh, man. I, I like that pick, too. I like it. I like it. But uh, but you made a mistake, Okri, because you left me with arguably our best defensive player last year, <laughs> Mr. Romeo Aquara. Oh, that's a good pick. Very good pick. Uh, getting Romeo right in the prime of his career. He just got pizzed. I like it. Woo-hoo. All right, so I'm, I'm, I'm looking at my draft board. Swizzle, Flowers, Mr. Okuda. I think I'm going to have to go back to the offensive side of the ball, Choppy. I think I'm going to have to get myself a dynamic, kind of a gritty, a grimy, a nasty football player. But a guy that can make plays is going to see a lot of footballs here for the Detroit Lions in the fourth round. I mean, I'm more than happy to select a kid that was recently taken by Brad Holmes. So the pick is in. I will take Aban Ra St. Brown from USC. He's got blonde hair. He's going to make plays. Love this kid. Yeah, that's a good That's a good pick, man. You know, I was like this close to taking over Tyrell because I'm very high. I thought you were going to do it. Mr. State Brown. So that was a good one. That was a good steal. I think you you swiped in there and you you, you snuck one by me there. So, <laughs> but hey, look, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with a nice uh, off season acquisition here with the next pick with my number five pick because I think this guy is just going to be a freaking animal. And I gotta go with Mr. Brockers. Oh, the vet, the leader of the defense. I mean. Here, here's where I differ on that pick because I thought about him right off the top almost where I took flowers but I kind of like I don't know what to expect he might be really good or he might be disappointing I can't tell where he's going to be at I think he said he's been in the league 10 years it's a long time but uh, I really hope he plays great for the Lions so that was your 5th round pick as we round out the first uh, set of selections and uh, gosh let me think here i got i got i got two guys on defense i got two offense again perfectly symmetry i can go any way i want chops here in the draft i mean just looking at the detroit lions defense i mean there's only one nasty beast that i want if i'm building my football team of of the best five on on both sides of the football let's add Aleem McNeil to that to that list. He is starting from day one. He's a physical specimen in the jersey. He wears a visor and he's over 300 pounds. That's incredible. Give me Aleem McNeil to Oakry Squad. Yep, yep. Good pick, good pick. I love that. I love it. We got a rookie starter. He's going to be in there. And uh, that D-line is just going to be a bunch of big, nasty, nasty men in the trenches. So I love it. Uh, all right. Well, you know what? I'm back on the clock, and you know, I think uh, I think this guy is getting a little bit of uh, um, a, not not as much love as as we get. I mean, look, if I, I don't even have to say his name because all I got to say to you is, man, the best man at the podium when it comes to players, and you know, I'm talking about Jay Swaggy Jamal Williams. He is number one at the podium, number one in in the uh, with the dance moves. There is no question. You are taking swag. I've got Swift. 
Swift and Swag have been selected. Now, Chops, you, you made a big mistake here, as you often do in these drafts. And, and that's, you've went six rounds, and you haven't taken what may, might be the best football player on the Detroit Lions. In the sixth round, I am very happy to add Mr. Frank Ragnow to my squad. Just dominant center inside, a pro bowler nonetheless. Give me, give me big Frank. Let's go. Yeah, that's that's a that's a steal, Ogre. In the sixth round, you pick up a uh, big old Frank, man. You're right. You know, it's hard. It's it's easy to overlook those trenches, um, but man, that's a that's a steal you you just took from me. So, and in fact, you've inspired me, Oak, because I'm actually going to flip to the other side, man. Uh-oh. And I gotta take I gotta take our boy at the left tackle, Taylor Decker, right behind him. Have you seen the Taylor Decker mullet slash hairdo he's got going? I mean, this is legendary, the <laughs> yeah. hair he's got this year. Oh, my gosh. At first, I, I thought it was a prank, and then I'm like, oh, nope, that's real. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, it's like an undershave, like that old surfer cut from the 80s, yet it's a mullet, yet it's uh, actually yeah. cool looking yeah. somehow. I don't know. I don't know how he's rocking that. But, yeah, Taylor Decker, everybody knows I've always been a fan here on the show. All right, let me look at my draft board. We are in round seven, and let's let's take a peek here at because uh, we got to get five O and five D. So you are you've got one, two, three. I'm at four. five and two. Five and you, two. You are at five offense. You got to work the defensive side of the ball again. I, I'm pretty evened out here. I got my three defenders, three offensive guys, so I can go any way I want here. Looking over the roster, I mean, there's a lot of intriguing players guys that I could go with but again if we're taking BPA you know best player I'm trying to build a a good quality team of premier talented football players I'm gonna take the young pup give me Penny Sewell I mean uh, I know it might take a little time and always learn a new position but I'm not gonna pass on that talent if we're if we're still looking over the overall roster so Penny Sewell the seventh yeah, no, solid pick again, man. I know we kind of we were in a trend, we got a trend here going O line, but man, those guys, those can, those guys cannot be uh, underappreciated because I think we're just going to have an amazing O line this year. So you know, the 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 talented players around them, the star guys, Hawk, Goff, Swift, Swag. I mean, they're only going to be as good as that O line is going to take them, and I think that O line is going to take them far. So uh, that's that's a good that's a good pick for you. I'm going to, again, now I got my five offensive picks hammered out. So, man, I got to switch over to my D, which is I got a great couple picks coming up to you here. And, man, how can I not take my boy A.O.? Oh, man. Get, get, get the sound bite ready, everybody. Say it again. Give me that selection one more time. The pick is in, and it is A.O. Oh, 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 baby. All right, I, I see you yeah. working. I mean, you're stealing my guy. I mean, I, I promote the guy. I'm going to be rocking a 24 jersey at the games to represent him. You go ahead and take him in the eighth round here of the draft. I, I see you working. But again, uh, I hate to harp on the choppy mistakes. Again, this is normally where, like, when we do our draft review, you know, he likes to rip me for every little thing, and I, I usually have to just point out his, his, his oversight. So, again, you're looking over this team. I mean, you got... You got stiffs like Jamie Collins out there. We've taken the two corners. We know it's it's thin at other spots. We've got a few guys up front that are still available, but if I'm building my squad based on what I've seen here recently, how this guy looks in the uniform, give me a guy with a great first name. Give me Derek 
bar. It's <laughs> I believe that deserves an O, baby, but I'll let it slide since we just used it for AO. Gosh, Choppy, I'm young, I'm lean, I'm ready to go with the squad right now. Yeah, yeah, he's a stud. You know, you kind of surprised me. I thought you might go with one of our, you know, amazing safeties that we have, but uh, no, 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 you, you went with Chops. Young Pup, which, uh, you know, I don't blame you for doing that. So, I'm uh, so high yeah, on Derek a, Barnes. That's a, that's a Derek, Derek Barnes looked like an absolute monster in the uniform. He's way bigger than I thought with his arms and his ability to run. I'm I'm freaking out about this guy because every time he goes and makes a play, it's like I haven't seen this type of play at linebacker, man. Yeah. Nope, that's a that's a good pick. And, and again, I you know, rocking the fifty five, I see him being the centerpiece, the leader of this defense in a few years, so if not sooner. So I like it. I like it. Uh, hey, with the ninth round pick, the pick is in. Hold on, hold on. I got you. The commissioner is heading up to the podium. And with the and... ninth selection in the Chops and Oakery draft, the pick is in. And I have his brother hand him the jersey to join the Choppy team, <laughs> Julian Okora. <laughs> oh, man. He went with, like, Julian O'Quara has played more preseason snaps than anyone in the history of football, but I love it. Put kid out here, let him yeah, rush the passer, yeah. no question. Good, yep, good I think, selection. I, like I think he's going to be solid, man. I love. I, I can't wait to see those O'Quara brothers tearing this, uh, tearing this up here for years to come. You got the brothers. I like it. I'm trying to see if there's anybody anybody else on... on Divide's available. Oh, if you want to slide in there and get Divide, he's, he's there. <laughs> yeah, I, I I realize he's there. I, I figure I'd I'd leave you know the speed and and his playmaking ability for you. <laughs> um, you, you know, let me see. I'm trying to play the board here because I kind of know who you like and who you don't like. So I'm trying to think how I can steal these last couple selections here. I've taken I've taken a lot of young pups. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and do this. I've got I'm just looking over. I've got one, two, three, four. Oh so my I gosh. can take a You're four, I, I and four. Often, four and four. What four and four? Just even Steven here? Okay, even so I do Steven. have to take an offensive player. Who the hell am I gonna take on offense at this point? Um because I got a couple, I got about a handful of defenders I actually want to select to be I know honest. you got plenty of D love here, but you know oh, I'm gonna boy. steal your guy if you don't take him right here though in on beach. <laughs> oh my I goodness, I'm thinking it over. I'm <laughs> I think it's I think it's I'm trying to actually think like we got we got nothing at the receiver spot. You already took the tight end, you've got you got the running back that I that isn't the uh the man. So I guess I'll just do this because again I'm playing the playing the draft board. So give me I'm going heavy on the O line, as are the Lions. Give me Jonah Jackson there as well to round out my offensive line. Three beasts up there up front. Um, that'll round out my offense. Yeah, you got a lot of protection there for Swift and St. Brown. So um, I guess they get to – who's going to throw the ball to who there? It's, I'm not, it's sure, not a full but, uh, team, yeah. son. Nice, it's about nice. talent. <laughs> Obviously, I can't build a full <laughs> team when you when you take your lover boy in round two. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, look, you could have went with uh, with uh, Mr. Mr. Blau. I mean, you know, Tim Boyle no. just hurt his hand. I, I don't need a clipboard uh, holder when I can get a, a beast like Jonah Jackson here in the ninth round. <laughs> that's right. All right, so last round, I got to take D here, man. Um, oh, God. You know, I, I just want to – I almost want to take this guy just so I can hear you say about how this is his year and he's going to be amazing. But, 
Good God, just give me Tracy Walker to final oh. the top ten. <laughs> I left Tracy to the last round because I knew you hated him. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Like, I, know. I'm like, I, I can get him in the tenth, no problem. I warned you, Oak. <laughs> oh, damn, you gave me the old Oki doke the whole draft. I was like, oh, I'm just going to take Tracy in round ten. This is a layup. Ah, oh, damn it. All right, I'm not going to let that phase me. I got another guy in my back pocket here. That's great. Hey, hey, uh, you know, Corn Elder is still there. You can do a double side of cornbread for him. <laughs> well, I mean, if you say it and the people want it, we might as well uh, get, at least give them the sound bite. I don't know if that's the selection, but Corn Elder. Cornbread! Cornbread! <laughs> Make it a double. But no, my selection... Now I debated. I almost went with Austin Bryant, who I've loved in the preseason. But again, I know I love rookies. I know I love potential. I love upside. I love maybes. I love the future. But I'm building this off talent and ball players. So give me a guy that I've dubbed here on this show. Big Denim. <laughs> give me Levi Onzerike in the last round to fill out my defense. So, Chops, we'll do a quick refresher here. Let, let me go and, and pull down the draft music for the people. Tried to put that in the background. We had some good banter. I think both of us made great selections. Before I read off my just unbelievable, young, nasty beast of a squad, go ahead and review for the people, and I can help you if you'd like with who you selected here in this draft. All right, so and the uh, the draft I got, I'll start with the O. I've got Mr. Jared Goff. I've got T.J. Hawkinson. I've got Taylor Decker. I've got T. Williams and J. Williams. <laughs> and defense, I've got the Aquara brothers. I got A.O. I got Mr. Brockers in the middle getting nasty. And then I got your boy, Tracy Walker. <laughs> So basically, you're telling the people you tried to score extra points for getting as many people as Williams, named Williams, and trying to get brothers on your team. Is that is that what you were going for? That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got to do it. All right. Well, no no bonus points for that. But, uh, you know, here's where you get some bonus points for drafting ball players. And let's go to the Oakry squad real quick. We'll do it as well, offense and defense. Offense, DeAndre Swift, probably the best player on the football team. Maybe Hawkinson, but I think Swift will prove to be that guy if he can stay on the football field. Swift, St. Brown. I've got Frank Ragnow, Penny Sewell, and Jonah Jackson. So three, I mean, all those guys are like 24 years old or younger and beasts on my offensive line and two skilled players. One that can play the slot, he can play outside, as well as a nasty running back. And then I just drafted nasty monsters on the defense side of the ball. Trey Flowers, Aleem McNeil. I got Derek Barnes. <laughs> I drafted Levi, Onzerike, and then, oh yeah, the third pick last year in the draft, Mr. Okuda. Come on, Chops, just tip your cap. We all know who won that draft. Come on now. Well, hey, at the end there, um, you know, I, you forgot to play my my good old soundbite about the school that Mr. Okuda went to. Hit it I, I guess, uh, you know, the, the people do enjoy that. I do have that here somewhere. You're, you're somewhat putting me on the spot. But that would be Mr. Okuda from... Hey, listen, Ohio State sucks. <laughs> oh my goodness that and then like I, every time I should play that I should follow it up with the greatest laugh of all time and that's this everybody, everybody's in 
Let, let's just try that real quick for the people. Let's try them back to back. So whenever we mention that school, we shall not speak of. Hey, listen, Ohio State sucks. <laughs> Everybody's in. <laughs> I think it, those are that's like that's like the greatest diss by Lindell White, and then the two best laughs maybe of all time back to back. The the reporter that laughed at the Ohio State sucks, and then uh, Roberto from ninety seven one with with just uh, absolute hilarity there. So, chops man, just losing it, just losing it. <laughs> this has been a great show. I mean, we, we talked about a lot in the front half. And I was able to just simply do what I do on the back half, which was just show the people my drafting prowess, my ability to get best player available, both of us enjoying a little fun competition, and then, you know, me coming out on top when it's all said and done. So I I feel good about the show. How about you? Yeah, I feel great about the show. I think we got to push, we're going to have to put that roster up, that fantasy Lions draft up on the Twitterverse and uh, get a little poll going who won Choppy versus Oki. Oh, uh, I think the people oh. are going to side with man. And that would be me. <laughs> oh, we, we will put it as the people. There is no question. Team Okri versus Team Chops is going down. It goes down every time you're on the show. So, Chops, I want to thank you for being on the show. But something, somebody, a little birdie told me that I think I'm going to be able to get you back for the Friday show. Is this correct? Oh, that is correct. I'm not sure what little birdie let that out. But, yeah, <laughs> uh, I think this will be your last show before oh no no i'm sorry you'll have a few more shows before the uh, season starts but yeah yeah first show uh or last show this week so right before the holiday that's the rumor innuendo and then the other rumor out there is that i think you would like to unleash the chops predictions game by game on the friday show breaking it down given the w's and l's for the detroit lions am i correct on that as well are my sources correct your sources are indeed correct. <laughs> oh my that goodness, is that's plan. that is going to be an incredible show. I cannot wait to hear the strong takes you putting up W's. You are the most optimistic I've ever heard you on the Detroit Lions. That's why I love having you on the Kool Aid Cast, man, because you're just serving up that Kool Aid, drinking it in, and just pouring it out for the people. I mean, I absolutely love Drink it. Drink it in, man. Go, go, give Chops Double a follow on Twitter. Break. Oh, side of cornbread for chops, no doubt. Uh, Go follow him on Twitter and check us out Friday, right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Take care, everybody. We're out. Drink it in, man.